0: button why have i quit my job why have i you know bought a van and, and why am i going to drive around the country well i'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard and i want to stitch these stories together across the states We're going to find the commonalities and it's going to be really an amazing experience and i look forward to you joining me on the job Hey everybody, welcome back to Mental Health today. It's your host Ken Stearns, and just uh, beautiful day here in Lake Havasu. So I'm kind of sitting on the border of Arizona and California. Uh, about to head to Vegas next week, and then uh, journey back back to uh, back to Southern California and start a journey north. So I've done about forty-five of the continental states, done about ninety-something cities, three hundred interviews. Mental health is really. Uh, the common thread is what I was looking for when I made that video and mental health was common thread. So started the jar foundation, which sponsors uh, this show. And then also did uh, this podcast uh, from that to kind of learn, you know, what other people are seeing in the mental health crisis, what do they see out there in the, in the business, what are they doing in the field to kind of do their part to, to fix it. And so John, got john with us today he's uh so kind of cool welcome john to the show yeah cheers <laughs> uh thanks for thanks for taking time out of the day and uh kind of interesting i want to i'm kind excited to hear the the a little bit of the backstory but also just the vision of where you guys you know what you're, what you're doing and where you're where you're going um so welcome to the show john be a little bit of background uh you know about who you are and what
1: you're doing So my name is Jonathan Eckwitz. Right out of high school, I joined the Marine Corps, came out, became a bodyguard, fell my way into tech, became a designer, got an advertising degree, and then eventually moved my way into marketing and tech and started doing programming after bodyguard work. So now I'm kind of all over the place and coming back together. So I've gone from knuckle-dragging, people don't have emotions, to... I'm in the tech space, and everyone's sensitive, right? <laughs>
0: so, I think love- <laughs> and it 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 thoroughly looks- describe both ends, right?
1: It's the way yeah. it felt at first. There was—I've definitely been set, pulled aside, and been like, "Hey, you sound too military. You need to pull it back." So I've had a lot of adjustment of trying to go from one culture to the other. But uh, I actually created Start With Me after my divorce. Um, It broke me and shattered me as a human being and put me into basically a suicidal depression. And as I was climbing my way out, I ended up finding myself at this point of being like, I need to make something that's different. I did a lot of growth. I've spent, so prior to the separation itself, I already spent a year or two, even probably close to three going into a lot of self-discovery, self-help journeys. I was in the whole Tony oh. Robbins thing. I was Jordan Peterson. Oh, I love it. All of those. Getting into philosophers, self-help, reading therapy for fun, <laughs> um, marriage counseling, all sorts of in, I mean, I kind
0: thinking. of interesting. So you're at a breaking point. You're either personally at a breaking point or with somebody, and you start to do a lot of self-work. Did that kind of – I mean, and it didn't help you stay together, right? It kind of, well, you know what I mean.
1: I thought it, it was change good? Go, you what? into. A- it changed me massively, actually. So the divorce started; yeah. the marriage started falling apart. We started having our problems, and I was always a very like, "Well, we have a problem. Let's fix it. What's the problem? Let's acknowledge what the problem is, find a fix. If that one doesn't work, we try another one. Try another one until it works, and you don't give up. You just keep going." But it wasn't obviously in a relationship. So everyone has to agree on how you're going to resolve the problem. And that was Mm -hmm. the thing. I didn't even know what was going on either. Um, But eventually I got a lot of go fix it. Go fix yourself. Go fix yourself. This needs to get fixed. You need to fix this. Mm -hmm. And it was was always the problem. So I was always going back like, okay, well, what can I fix? I'm very receptive <laughs> to feedback so i was like all right well what's going on is it my speech pattern am i talking how my? what's my tonal range like what what words am i using am i hooked on this hooked on that i got into a lot of self-discovery stuff hmm. and it didn't help the marriage i yeah. didn't get the right thing but that comes from a communicative communication right because i needed to know exactly what to be working on but i always gotta yeah go fix so yeah, I, I mean, some. The reason I, was,
0: I mean, the reason I was asking that is sometimes what happens is you, you know, you might have been in a in a bad spot and a, a bit broken and not the best part of the part, you know, the best partner. But as soon as you start working on yourself, you might change and become and see yourself so differently, and then see the relationship differently. Sometimes, to where you're almost not a fit, where you you outgrow it in a weird way.
1: You do and i absolutely know exactly what you're talking about um so there were points in where i would discover things that would literally i i, so I call these like mental reset points for me so basically if i mm-hmm. find something out that's absolutely profound and it shifts the foundation of the way i think about things i go into like a meditative silent state for about two or three days and it's just like this. Mm. Oh, if that's the perspective of that, and that's now shifting my foundation, now that experience in life looks different. And that experience in life looks different. And it rewrites the way I see a lot of things. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept getting that during the marriage, during the separation, during the whole yeah. divorce thing. And I was like, okay, well, this is something that fundamentally needs to change. So with the marriage and me being told to go work myself, I was always going up to my spouse at the time being like, Hey, like check out what I learned. Could this be like, yes. She wasn't very receptive. She, I don't want to talk negatively, right. Cause everyone's got their own problems. People get their own place for things. And yes. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I wasn't perfectly innocent in the marriage. Um, but she didn't want to address the things that I was coming across.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's what I mean. Sometimes it's hard to grow. That's a really tough spot to to go because you're on your own personal journey in a way. And it's kind of hard. And if you're already having trouble, it's kind of hard to do it together. Um, Mm -hmm. And it does kind of sometimes lead where you, you grow at a different, you go to a different place. You end up in, you even see the history different. Oh yeah. I think too, you look back and you see, you know, as you change, like you said, these real specific fundamental change shifts. And then you see the history of the, of yourself and the relationship differently.
1: That's actually a really great, uh, so there has been one highlight that I have preached to people externally and internally in this relationship is when looking back at your memories, I don't allow my negative ones to over encompass my positive ones. I say, you know what? The negative Mm. ones suck. They show up. Everyone has them. But you know what? I'm looking back and I'm going to say everything that was positive was positive. I'm not letting the negatives destroy the positives or just completely null and void those experiences in the first place. And I. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Somebody who took that same approach. So whenever we get into communication, it's actually kind of painful and hurtful sometimes too. Because whenever you're talking about experiences, you can tell when somebody's coming from like all of a sudden, every experience in life is now negative. That we had, mm. like, say, you and I had like a five year re- uh, relationship of some sort, even if like a friendship, we have a falling out, and all of a sudden, you're like, well, that five years was worthless, I wasted time. But Definitely. in reality, up until that point, you had a phenomenal growth experience relationship, right? Mm. What is start? Tell us. Tell us about start with me. So, with me, I was going back to my ex, saying, "Hey, like, let's do this. Like, let's do this." It came in trying to address things that either didn't pertain to her or she didn't really care to. Um, I found myself always coming back and just like just working yourself, just working yourself. And you, you get that advice everywhere: just working yourself. You can't control other people. Mm-hmm. You have no power over what other people are doing. Just working yourself right? Yeah. Interesting. That's like, that's a huge portion of feedback. Um. Well, one day I was trying to figure out how I could apply, what I could do as a new path of building who I am and how can I help other people? And I, I basically chased down to, you know, if you could fix, if I knew what I knew now about relationships my marriage would have never failed and other relationships would have never failed either. Or uh-huh. if, if other people had this information, because every time I get into a conversation with people, even, even in the dating world nowadays, right? As, a, yeah. as I was a single guy after the divorce, dating, I felt like I wasn't there. I'm not a therapist, I have no trained skill. I don't have that background. I just enjoy <laughs> the material. Yes, right. I've obviously gone through a hell of a journey myself. Well, I found myself basically giving therapy lessons. Like, well, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Have you thought of this? And I basically vetted this entire start with me project out through dating after divorce about things that made better quality relationships.
0: It's It's a solid peer study.
1: It was complete coincidence. And then all of a sudden, out of the out of nowhere one day, I'm just like, you know what? Start with me. I need mm. to start with me. If I'm gonna fix my relationship, I need to start with me. And that just it hooked. It just felt so naturally well. And then it's just like, you know what? If you're gonna fix, if you're gonna change any relationship, even negative ones, it's always start with you because you can't change other people.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Can't change people. Can't control people. Um, and you know, the odd part is people change. So you, you not only can you can't you can't change people. People do change at the same time. Right. And you got to be improving yourself in the relationship. Um, what do you hope to? What kind of clients are you going to look for? How are you going to? So to what I'm doing with the start with me for.
1: project, um, my intent, it could be, my intent is to bring it into the dating world because it's the start of relationships. So I want to start with me to be a dating application that requires you go through a self-discovery journey before you're even allowed to start swiping in the dating pool. That so is bananas. Cool. So instead of filtering the dating pool, we're just going to raise the quality of everyone in it.
0: Oh yeah. Totally different angle. And the totally. Yeah. Less about swipes and more,
1: you know, more about what is the other, you know, what are the attributes you've got there? Very cool. Well, you'll still have all the swiping aspects of things, but the thing is, is like when you go in there, everyone will be exposed to a basic level of information. Right. So people will have spent the time to say, Hey, you know what, what's my dependency style? Right. How do I show up in relationships? What do I, what are my love languages? What does it take? So like, for example, one big thing for me was learning out, learning that I was a codependent, understanding what a codependent was. Yeah. And then finding out that my ex was an independent. So whenever we needed to be hard, it, it, and that's the thing is neither of us knew any of this, so it was me chasing, saying, "Hey, come here, love yeah. me. I'm sad." Yeah, she's like, "Get away from me. I'm sad. I need to recharge." It was just a cycle that just actually perpetually made it worse.
0: Oh, then yeah, once yeah, I yeah, knew that, just, that right. yeah,
1: And once I learned that, it changed a massive perspective. The problem is I didn't learn it until after the marriage. <laughs> Dang. It's it. like, right. So the things I was learning wasn't as relevant, but then I learned a lot. And then because I obviously did a lot of Monday night quarterbacking, going back and trying to review the footage, like what I could do to fix things.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you're good at that. Um, <laughs> get your pen, the marker pen out, the, tele, the telestrator, you know, the John Madden style. Right. He said this or did this. Yeah. Oh, hell, man. We are, we are, us boys are good at that. Oh, yeah. Um, Dang. This is a really – it's a great idea. I mean, that's like a dating app I could see because it's – I cannot imagine having interviewed now 300 regular people, real people, Mm -hmm. um, going out in the dating world would be be a challenge to – because, you know, everybody's a little bit – you know, we're all a little bit broken.
1: Um, Absolutely. Well, we're also at a point now – We're also at a point now where like everyone's starting to see like, okay, we have entire departments dedicated to mental health and study, but everyone's still afraid to go out and say, hey, you know what? You got to self-reflect. You got to understand this. You got to understand that in order to better this, right? The the knowledge isn't as cut, like unless you go to seek mental health treatment, you're not going to find half this information just randomly throughout your day, right? You're not going to get exposed to it. And I think with all the mental health kicks going across the entire country and world right now in the last year or two, everyone acknowledging the value, I think it's getting to a point now where it's people are willing to hear it even if they understand it's not going to be diagnosed, right? Like hearing what, your dependency style most likely is is enough for you to get you to think about it and change it versus having to go in and say okay hey therapist psychiatrist give me a like i need to understand my dependency style my you know my personality you know what i mean so people are becoming more welcoming yeah. to the information and people
0: I, aren't I, absolutely me. absolutely people and then i think even younger people especially are are already you know, open and teaching, you know, probably teaching their parents a bit more. Um, you know, your journey, what What was really that bridge that got you into kind of the self-discovery journey? Was it, you know, like you're talking about Tony Robbins and it's funny because a lot of these motivational kind of canned field, canned stuff is, is not really, the, it's all good. I mean, it's really good stuff and it's great positive mental attitude stuff. What was that kind of, you have a, First program that kind of got you walking across the bridge.
1: I actually didn't Rob, listen to Rob. a Tony Rob, I didn't listen to a Tony Robbins thing until about, I'd say, three years ago. Was the first thing. I yeah, yeah. To but I've actually yeah. been always a very self-reflective person, though. So for me, okay. I've been like, I remember back, I was actually uh, going through this memory the other day with somebody um, in high school as a landscaper. Like I'm I'm like 14, 15 years old as a landscaper. I was actually my coworkers, how I could be a better coworker, how I could be a better uh, foreman for the team. Right. Uh, I was like, I was literally asking people how I could be better versions of myself as a kid. And I always, I've always been a weirdo. So I don't know. I've always wondered how my social behavior interacts, like the way I'm consumed by other people is super intriguing to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. You want to know how am I doing? This is my role. How am I performing in this role? Yeah. You must've, you must've done
1: well as a person in general.
0: And even as a person.
1: Yeah. Well, and that,
0: I mean, that's interesting. You've got a lot of, it isn't, it's interesting how life, a lot of your experiences end up bringing kind of preparing you for particular Mm. spots in life sorry you broke up can you repeat that yeah i was saying uh, how different life experiences oh yeah prepare us for you know a particular role All of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like oh i'm perfectly suited for this
1: and that's where things start with me actually like derived from because i grew up the way i did got into tech design Started everything I'm doing. Like I have the entire background to do what I'm doing. And the only thing is that I don't have a, a certification or a license to do therapy or anything like that. So I can't dive super deep, but I'm building the company, getting it vetted, started and funded, and then hiring the team to go in there and build this. Cause I think, I think creating the connection between relationships, being able to mend that is going to solve a lot of life problems for people. Cause we're all having a lot of like COVID-19 was a huge highlight and extension of why community is, re- is required nowadays. Like we all became isolated. Now I think everyone, even in tech is starting to try to aim and build stuff that brings people together and build community. Like this podcast is a perfect example, right? You want to bring people together. You want to get uh, like yeah. minded people together. thinking.
0: And this tech, I mean, this tech came out of, out of COVID, right? I mean, they're, this this platform is so advanced compared to what was out here two years ago. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, and we're, we're live.
0: Yeah, all the integrations that they got set up. It's crazy. You know, you're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and, and YouTube all at the same time. It's bananas. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Um, know that one
0: yeah i mean that's just uh for me to think that that's how the that they've been able to put that together and get the integrations done and um and still be able to do it and even with my poor wi-fi we're still creeping across the finish line right it's
1: working some hours and hours exactly exactly, exactly. Um, so um i wanted to mention uh Where's I going with it? Oh, so with Start With Me, it is the I have a strong belief in understanding from what I have learned about the way people behave and act is just exposing people to the information alone will be enough to change their lives. Right. Because once they're exposed to and they understand how people are showing up, once they understand themselves just even a tiny ounce better, their relationships are going to be better. But then they'll also have an understanding now of how other people don't understand themselves or they do understand themselves Mm -hmm. and they'll read inter data in of a higher quality. Right. So relationships will naturally get better for people who just get exposed to the information in their own right.
0: Yeah. And, and being able to match if you're able to match these personality types and avoid some real fatal, you know, design flaws in the beginning of a relationship, right? Like you shouldn't really
1: pair. And well, you see, that's the thing. so. One thing is I want to the make beginning. a point is, one thing I want to get, in, I want to make sure start with me is not going to do algorithms matching people to ideal personality types. Right? You just use a filter for that, right? You just okay. say hey, this ah. type of person I want. But the thing is, though, is good. But the, my belief is that once people have an understanding of how they show up, yeah. Like if I know I'm a codependent, I'm gonna have a massive hesitation for anyone who's like, no, I'm an independent. Right. I'm automatically gonna know. I'm like, okay, well, there could be a road bump. Like, have I ever dated anyone who is, uh, independent-ish type person that actually worked out well for me? Right. So, I'll have a better understanding, of, or everyone will have a better understanding of how to read their part. So, they'll be able to select their part better, too. But I don't want it to ever be one of those, like, oh, well, because you guys match on 16 of the 14. Like, the world is too unique to ever. I, like, I think I that's the algorithm that would be accurate at some point, but not in our lifetime. Yeah. But not that yeah, But accurate. I like the f- the
0: filter is better. I, yeah. I like the filter let me control it because that's my own algorithm right i, I can absolutely yeah. fine-tune you know who i think you know and that makes learning about the attributes you're testing or you're validating that makes learning about those more fun like now i invested to learn more value yeah and now i want to know what these different personality types are and so i've gone through my own test now i want to You know, find out. Oh, and as I'm dating somebody, oh yeah, I don't want to date any of those people anymore. Well, it's also I was
1: gonna say, not only is it gonna be good for highlighting, it's gonna be for red flagging too. You're like, ooh, that one, I'm gonna stay away from. That's not my cup of tea, right? Might be. Yeah, I mean, there's
0: there's for sure gonna be the red, the red zones, the green zone, and the you know the orange. You know where you maybe you can make it work, maybe it doesn't. Um, and it'd be cool to see if your algorithm. If people end up finding, you know, if you, you could actually run the algorithm silently in the background and say, you know, this person, here's their top five picks. Let's see if they actually find the person.
1: Yeah. Well, so one day I'm hoping that as this data and people are learning about themselves and they do form connections, that data will be usable to actually build a fairly useful algorithm. Yeah. But the whole idea of, Hey, the computer tells me you two are supposed to be in love to me just kind of, yeah. I don't like that concept. I'm a more of a Disney fairy tale kind of love, right? Like you might meet somebody yeah, and- on an app because you have your statistics and your aims, but love's gonna be more natural in person. It's gonna flow like a river. Oh me. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally obviously
0: totally different in real life. Um, yeah, and where are you where are you at on the where are you at on the journey? Where's the how far along are you? When do you are you searching
1: for money? Have you got le- uh? We got partners yet? What's the, where's the dream? So I have a mentor now who said they spoke out to a couple investors. He said, once I could prove, uh, once I could show an ARR of uh, a hundred grand, they could pull together two or 3 million for a seed fund. But until then it's, I have nothing. Um, Basically pulling it together because I have a designer, I am a designer and programmer by trade nice. for the last few years. So I'm going to, as I'm building and doing this all myself, I'm flushing it out and seeking investment as I go. So if I can get an investor nice. to pull in, I can have the entire project out in the next six months. Um, I already have it vetted out for cost. I have outlined design, architecture, data, everything is all squared away and ready to go. But I am at this point creating a content marketing strategy in order to, uh, build an audience as I do it and validate it.
0: Right. Right. So you need the hundred, you need, you need a hundred grand and then you can find the other investors to move on. Yeah. Uh, Right now I can use,
1: I can get the entire project out for like 40 to 60 grand, give or take, or just like four straight months of concentration in being left alone. (laughs) But yeah, um, yeah, it's being built as yeah, it goes. It so I'd it. probably say it's twenty five percent of sixty percent. Okay. Very cool. To say it actually, makes any sense. Yeah, I mean that's
0: it. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes. I, I totally understand that. You know, the first yeah. part of the journey is, you know, your part, you're part way there on the first part. It, it is interesting. Once the first part happens, the rest is all just mechanics, right? Once the yeah. money comes in, it's mechanics.
1: Yeah, because if, um, if I had the money tomorrow, I could have this entire thing project started, yeah, and in the store ready to go within four to six months. Now, I say six months because That's, I want to give it some cushion, but estimates are like below four months.
0: Well, especially if you started to got it, you have it mapped out, and you can always yeah. launch. I mean, I think a lot of these, a lot of the features are available somewhere. You know, the the compo- some of the components to the to the uh, shop. Or to the algorithm, to the to the platform, yeah. Sure, a lot of it's buildable.
1: Yeah, Yeah, the applications. um, I was trying to
0: say a lot of those, a lot of those pieces are easy to to bring in. It's just how you put it. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm very. I want to ensure that it has high quality and that I'm not putting out information that doesn't have value. So. The biggest uh slowing curve of getting this thing out there is going to be vetting the information. I have a couple psychiatrists already thumbed up and ready to go and volunteered who will be approving everything and going through and giving it the scientific touch, yeah, yeah. But uh, I've already got a thumbs up on the offline. I've already got a thumbs up on the outline, and now I'm working on putting that data in or that data, I'm talking like a nerd, uh, putting that information onto a consumable lesson plan <laughs> so people can actually consume it and make it useful. And then I, I've started. I think that is, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I started vlogging. I started a YouTube channel, started a vlog to do the behind the scenes as I build out this brand, as I build out this company. So I created a YouTube channel, social media for Start With Me. Um, okay. Start With Me Dating on Instagram. Start With Me on Dating on TikTok. And then um, Facebook, And just also Start With Me Dating. And then StartWithMe.co is the website if anyone wants to sign up for a newsletter. Um, but okay. I'm piecing it all together and I'm going to be building... The content, I'm going to be sharing the content, getting it all out there. Because whether this app, like I'm not building the app to make money, right? My intent is to change the world by bettering relationships. Mm. And the only way to successfully do that with a business is to create a business that makes money. So you'll have to take into consideration both perspectives as we go. But as I'm doing so, I can still put all of that information out there and still make it readily available for anyone who may happen across it. For me, who uh, five, 10 years ago, who could have used that information and spent years collecting it all and now pulling it all together, and this might help that one person. And even if you save one relationship, it's worth it in my regards. It's worth all the work. Oh, yeah. Keep a family together. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. That's the mental health thing that actually I want to get into is, like, uh, not professionally, not to, like, share with other people, but to learn personally is, like, just seeing the Hmm. stuff that my son is going through with the separation. My parents aren't divorced, so divorce wasn't something I witnessed as a child growing up. Other than other people's relationships, even then. It's it's
0: brutal. I did a I did a jar podcast today, and it was a single mom, and just going through divorce. Um, just going. Sorry, you said just going so fresh. Just going, yeah. Just she's in the middle of it, and she's just set up her home, you know, her apartment with her daughter, and um, and yeah, we got to that part talking about it and the guilt and what she was saying was. She was a single, she lived, grew up in a single mom house and she didn't want that for her kids. And so she's, you know, got this tremendous guilt because she's raising her daughter now as a single mom. She's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm creating the cycle. I'm just, I'm not, you know, I'm just uh, perpetuating the cycle. And so it's just the, you know, the, the, the raw emotion around that. Right. It's real. And and it hurts. You know, you feel
1: it. You don't want to do that to your kids. That's So that's exactly one of the reasons why I want this to be in a dating app. And like, so my thought behind this process is it's going to help change the generations ahead in moving, coming up. Right. Because if this, so if this dating app takes off of the popularity is Tinder and everyone gets exposed to it, you're going to have a broad enough sense of Standard information being exposed across the entire community, enough for that love to it. spread like wildfire at least. So these people are getting exposed to it and they're gaining that information, it's gonna change their relationships. their oh I'm my theory is that this is gonna start spreading and it's gonna do a whole neural network spreading and virus mm. seeking across the entire community. <laughs> society, hopefully. Um, but that's why I'm thinking in dating because it's the beginning of relationships. So prior to you actually getting yeah. into a relationship, gr- you're getting exposed to this information. Now you're gonna have all your relationships are gonna be treated differently too. And hmm. if I had this information or if somebody I don't know, I don't know how to say it. Basically, if somebody if she was able to have the information she needed to in order to save the relationship, she would possibly could have saved it or at least been a better mental place where she gets to it and understands that it's failed.
0: I, I think that is one of the, the great parts about the app is you have two people who value some of the things that you've got inside there, right? So that's self-reflection, self-understanding, and then how that plays into a partnership. So it is, it, it's exactly what you just described. One of the challenges there, you got two, you're entering into the whole app going, I want to learn more about myself and my partner and understand how the relationship
1: yeah. works. Powerful. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, is this so my aim is to do start with me to show the apps as people start dating. And then, as I was vetting this out with a lot of people, a lot of people who were already in relationships were like, well, what about us? We're already married. But this all sounds amazing to learn. <laughs> so I'm like, well, as soon as Start with Me gets launched and validated and funded, I'll start working on Start with Us, and that's gonna be the next one.
0: Oh, oh, I love it.
1: With us. Well, so John. Man, it's right.
0: been it's it's been great chat. Very interesting. I love. Um, we got to get you back on, and you know, in four months or something when when you get you know when you're Absolutely. close to launching or you're in the middle of the madness. And, yes, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a couple months away from launching and then we'll, you know, a couple months after launch, follow the journey, stay great. in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any kind of closing, any kind of thoughts or comments? I, I know we had up the start with dot uh, for anybody listening on, on, um, on the audio versions,
1: any other kind of thoughts or directions or, no, if, if I can get, if I can get the support on this start with me project, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, and anything mm-hmm. can be supportive, even a, a TikTok tweet or, uh, Instagram reel or anything out there that just says, Hey, start with me. Or like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to start with me when it comes to working on myself. I actually mm-hmm. I was thinking start with me would be a good hashtag branding, like, a Campaign style, like it's, start with me. Campaign. I don't know how great, to start a, a campaign running like that. Well, I'm gonna have to learn, see if I can get that spinning. Yeah, off. but hey, I like uh, that. Hashtag me, start with me, anything that comes along in the same lines.
0: I love it, John. Thanks again. Um, thanks everybody for listening and support, supporting supporting um, mental health today. it in, especially people listening to this on the audio version. Uh, where I know we got a lot of it's actually kind of a nice weekly, a weekly audience where we're kind of building. So thanks very much for the support. Much appreciated. Uh, follow us at the, at mhtpodcast.com. That's where you can find all the a little bit more information about what we're doing. John, hang around. Uh, I got a little, another That's little ed, exit commercial and I'll see you on the other side. Sounds great.
1: Yeah, loose, baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.